All right. Hello. Hello. Um, This is my first podcast and I'm really excited because this is something that I've always wanted to do. And I actually got off the phone with one of my clients today and I was telling her and coaching her through like just starting something that she really wants to do. And she, she never, she said she never has a big excuse, but it just like never gets done. And I'm like, and as I'm lecturing her <laughs> on all these things that she should be doing, in the back of my mind, I'm like, your podcast is sitting there every day, you say you're going to do something, and then you talk yourself out of it. So it's time to take my own advice. Um, so yeah, let me introduce myself. My name is Deb, I am 28, and I live in Portland, Oregon, well, a surrounding area, but you wouldn't even know if I said Fairview, Oregon, where that was. Um, I was born and raised in Detroit, Michigan, and then for four very long years, (laughs) I moved to Wyoming from my freshman to my senior year in high school, so that's where I went to high school, and then I moved out to Oregon for college, got married my senior year, and I've been out here ever since. I'm a fitness and transformation coach, but I don't necessarily focus on the fitness as much as I focus on your mental health and your mindset around your fitness. Because let's be honest, once we have the right mindset, it's easy to do the workouts. You don't need a personal trainer there to watch you do reps. You need someone who can help you change your mindset, get the workouts done, and create something for you that is customized to you and your needs. So one reason that I want to start this podcast is I have a lot to say, but I really don't have a form to say it. And I used to say it all in Instagram stories, but, um, you know, people click through those if you're not intentionally listening and Facebook, whatever. I just wanted to have a space where I could always recall, always go back to and, you know, just talk and podcast is all about talking. So and people tell me I have a pretty soothing voice. I don't know if I agree with that. I think it's one of those things where you feel like your voice is annoying, but other people say they like it. So it is what it is. Okay, so what I wanted to talk about today is honestly kind of just like the fitness industry. When did I decide to kind of get out of the mindset around like diet culture and just like the fitness industry in general, um, what I'm doing now, all that stuff. I'm also going to be talking about um, Beachbody, which is an MLM that I was a part of. I'm not anymore, but um, it has a lot to do with this. And I just want to say I'm not putting anybody down, but just like if you're a Beachbody coach, you get to talk about how before Beachbody, you know, you were one way and after it, you're a different way and how much you love it. I think that you have to reserve the right for other people to talk about their experience coming out of it. And so no hates if you do it. It wasn't for me. And I'm going to kind of talk about why. And yeah. Okay. So I know I just said that I'm going to talk about it, but actually let's just start there. In 2018, like a lot of American women and moms, I found myself just completely empty. I was going hard at work, maybe 60 to 65 hours a week. And I um, wasn't seeing my daughter as much as I wanted to, 
wasn't having the best relationship with my husband, like as far as intentionality and just like, I don't know, just being a good spouse. I was just kind of empty. I was drinking almost every night. I was taking edibles to go to sleep. I was getting through life, completely just getting through life. And I want to say that I don't feel like I had postpartum depression and it was never um, diagnosed with me. But looking back, there was something there that I was missing and maybe I was just too prideful or which I think a lot of people, I just didn't even know how to check in with myself to see how I was feeling, to see where I was at, to see if I was reaching my goals, like to goal, to goal set, to dream. I wasn't doing any of that. And so now, you know, I practice daily checking in with myself, being thoughtful, thinking about what I want to accomplish. And so it's easy for me to know when something's off and where it's off. But back then, like I was literally just getting through life. So basically, I started doing a Beachbody program and I was like loving it. I finally, finally stuck to it. And I was like, if I stick to this for three or four weeks, I think I want to become a coach. And my intentionality behind becoming a coach was strictly, I have a background in fit health and fitness. I ran track, like I'm educated, like I can be a fitness coach. And I didn't know any other way to do it other than Beachbody, because that was what was, I don't know, in my face. That's what I saw people posting about. And I was in love with like Insanity and the old programs. And so I was like, why not? I've done P90X before. I'm doing Insanity right now. I just want to help other people. Um, So I did that. But it quickly, I think within about like seven months, became way less about helping people and more about recruiting. And all of my goals and all of my talks were with other people and all of my intentions with other people were to get them to become a coach because that's how the money is made. Um, And I found myself really frustrated and like I was having this internal dialogue, this internal thing where I'm like, you're not being authentic. Everything, you have ulterior motives about everything. Every conversation, every new friend I met, and I'm a social person. And so I hated that I was like, do they want to do it? But I wanted so badly to be successful that I couldn't see the red flags. Um, And so I just like, again, was doing these workouts that I like, really loved it in the beginning, but you know, they come out with a new program. And so you have to promote that because otherwise you're doing the same thing over and over again, because you're not educating yourself. You're just promoting, um, what they tell you to promote. And so I just found like, I didn't like the programs that were coming out. I wasn't happy with my own health and fitness. Um, and then, something happened, a friend of mine was like, there's a different way. And she was also doing Beachbody with me. So my friend Hannah was like, dude, we got to We, we had always talked about how we want to do things differently and we don't know what it is. And like, we felt like we were being servants. We were just trying to recruit people and it felt disgusting, but like, how do we turn back? We don't want to quit coaching. We want to coach people. And so she, um, approached me with, just how do we become just independent 
fitness coaches where we come up with the workouts. We're educated. We get certified and then we just do it ourselves. And that's what we did. And so um, now I am an independent coach and have nothing to, no association with Beachbody. But to me, the business model made it hard for me to achieve because I'm, you have to, to make money, you have to purchase products and Honestly, signing people up and helping them with their fitness wasn't enough to even cover your product. And I was breaking even at the end of the year. And that to me felt disgusting because I was telling people I was making money. So in five minutes, (laughs) that is my story about why I got out of it. And I don't want to spend too much time there. And I'm sure I'll talk about my experience more and more as this podcast goes on. Um, But yeah, I just, it wasn't for me. It felt disgusting. I needed to get out of it. So So my whole thing right now is truly 100% focused on the fitness industry and why I want to change it and how I can be an agent of change. And I think the biggest thing for me is I want to be able to help people out of their mindset and how they think about fitness and have a healthy relationship with it. And the easiest way that I can explain that and like my mentality around it is there are things that we do every single day that are for our, like, let's just say for hygiene, which is part of our well-being, right? So for example, we brush our teeth every day, twice a day, hopefully, and we take a shower daily. Like that's the goal. But It's not something we center our whole day around. It's not something we think about right, like other than right before we do it and right after we do it. Like once it's done, it's done. You're done thinking about it. And I think we should put fitness into that category and exercise into that category. Granted, it does take a little bit more time, but it could, it's just a small percentage of your day. And that I really feel like we have to restructure our minds around it. In the fitness industry, what they've done is they've capitalized on the human condition for us to be validated and liked and our like all of our worth is wrapped up in how we look and how much we weigh and all of this. And also there's some confusion around health and fitness in general that makes it seem like the knowledge is unattainable. But it really is very simple. And so we just have to change how we look at it. So how I think about it is if I miss brushing my teeth in the morning, I'm just going to brush them at night. Or like let's say I fall asleep and I don't brush my teeth at night. I'm not going to wake up and be like, oh my God, I've ruined all of my progress in brushing my teeth. I'm not going to brush my teeth anymore for the rest of my life. Or I'm not going to call myself a failure. I'm just going to wake up and do it. Because I don't hold any of my self-value. Well, enough of my self-value to not want (laughs) stank breath. But I don't hold like my self-worth up in that. And so if I miss it, I'm not too hard on myself. I'm like, I got to do that again. Same with showering. If I stink, I have to, okay, I got to take a shower. We have to do the same with exercise. And being intentional with the things we want to accomplish in a day. So if I miss a workout, it shouldn't be, oh, I've lost all my progress. I'm never, I'm not getting to where I want to be. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm worthless. 
Um, I'll never do it. I'll never be able to look how I want. So I'm just not going to work out. That sounds crazy. Or we spend all day thinking about it. And so it's this big mountain we have to climb, which is also awful. (laughs) So I want to help reframe your mind. Make it like brushing your teeth. I missed this day. Dang it. I got to do better and I'll just do it tomorrow. Wow, I ate a lot of food today. And that food did not make me feel good. So tomorrow, instead of shaming myself, calling myself these names, tomorrow, I'm just going to eat a little bit better to make me feel good. And yeah, is it tougher than that? Is there like, is it a little bit tougher than that? Yes. But ultimately, that's where you want to get. You do have to undo a lot of the stuff that you've told yourself. You have to see what triggers you. You have to see you know, you have to really do some self-discovery and have self-awareness. And that's what I love doing as a coach. A lot of the work that I do with my clients right now is so mindset focused because you already know how to work out. You can go to YouTube, you can go to um, Pinterest, like if you can go to the gym, you have outside. If all this stuff is, ha- you have access to all this stuff, why aren't you doing it? It's all mental, okay? So you already know you feel good when you do it. You already know you want to. and But unless you're looking to be a bodybuilder, you know, your workouts don't have to be that, se- I don't want to say that serious, but for lack of better, that serious. You have to be serious about the quality of life you want to have and workouts are a part of that and eating a certain way is a part of that. Okay, so I have the seven-month postpartum mom who actually doesn't care too much about, like, what she looks like. Um, She has weight to lose, but she's like, I don't want to be super skinny or have muscular features or, like, look toned. And we all know tone's not a thing, but that's just the universal term for it, so I guess it is a thing. Um, So she's like, I don't want to, you know... I'm not looking for that. I just want to be happy and be energized and have discipline, okay? So our goal with her is to do just that, but she hates, like I said, she hates the reps. And so I'm like, okay, if you hate the reps, but you want discipline, let's make your workouts. If you're working out five days a week, three of those are the mundane tasks and reps because we all have to do things that we hate a little bit and just to get the lifestyle that we want and the quality of life that we want. And she has actually grown to not hate those because the other two days, it's literally like your move goal is like 500 calories throughout the day. And you have to do that through walking, hiking, getting out, trying something new, that kind of thing. And we've all been like a slave to the gym and a slave to these things that we hate just because it's going to get us a quote-unquote physique that is more valued by the masses. Who are we actually trying to please? Um, If you go back on my Instagram and look at my most fit picture, genetics has blessed me in some ways and cursed me, quote-unquote, in others, as far as, um, you know, what's valued in society today. Like, for example, I have a perfect six-pack when I'm fit like there are people who are 
I would say more fit than me but like they can't get a six pack they just have like an ab line or whatever but I have like this perfect six pack but then I have stretch marks when I get pregnant and there are people who like literally do not get stretched like they can have twins or whatever no stretch marks no saggy skin like it's all genetics guys this has nothing to do with whether or not you're working out hard enough whether or not you're healthy because let me tell you when I was my quote-unquote fittest I my mental health was garbage I was so disordered I was working out for all the wrong reasons I um I was barely eating 1500 calories a day a day day. my four-year-old eats more than 1500 calories a day okay I was eating less than 1500 calories a day um and I just like was so unhappy I was sleeping maybe five hours like all for what why I was so unhappy and just so I could have a perfect picture for like for what for 150 likes like you guys this industry is ruining us I was so unhappy and so I just want you to know that I would rather you figure out why you're doing the things that you're doing why do you want to look a certain way why do you want to work out I am an advocate okay I personally believe that it is the best thing that you can do for yourself. I love a good workout. It's the athlete in me. I love being challenged. And honestly, most people actually do. But when you're working towards a goal that isn't even yours and it feels so unattainable, of course you don't stick to it. It's not your idea. It's not something you want. And not only is it not something you want, okay, it's being portrayed by these people that you're following who have plastic surgery i love plastic surgeons who like post on instagram uh, making fun of the clients that they've had who tag their personal trainers but they're like but i put that butt in you like you guys this is this isn't a game this is your life and on the other side of my beach body journey and on the other side of all the other stuff that i've been a part of This is the happiest I've ever been. Working out daily for me, for my sanity, for my patience with my kids and my husband, being happy, knowing why I'm doing what I'm doing has been a game changer. And that is all I want to do for my clients. I think this is a good place to stop, but I just want you to know that you're not alone. This is hard. This is hard to navigate, especially in a pandemic, if it wasn't hard before. The comparison is real and it's thick. And even though we know it's highlight reels, it doesn't feel that way. Because on a day where you feel like absolute shit, you're watching someone have like the best day of their life. And no one shares when they've taken a five-hour nap in the middle of the day. No one shares that stuff. No one shares their house looking like an absolute mess. At least not consistently, right? I missed a whole week on social media because I was sick and I didn't feel like it. Like, we all are going through some version of the same thing. Yet, we only post the highlights and then we apply the highlight to their whole life. I don't want 
this to end without you having a tangible thing to get like to like work through during the week and so I want to give you mental homework so I want you to think about systems to check in with yourself to even know if something's wrong and I think the best way to do this is to journal but if you don't want to journal or you don't have the time or you know you're not really into a routine yet start doing it mentally Start thinking about the goals you want to accomplish in life and then the tasks that it will take to get there and then comparing that to the tasks that you're doing. And I don't want to do this to discourage you, but if you become aware of the problem or aware of things that make you feel a certain way, you'll stop doing it. The thing is, when we don't take stock of what's happening in our lives or what's making us feel a certain way, we feel really stuck and we and we know something's wrong but we just let go through the motions get out of going through the motions if you're going to make a bad decision or not even bad decision if you're going to make a decision that doesn't necessarily align with your goals do it knowingly <laughs> sometimes i watch tv and it doesn't align with my goals but i'm going to just do that knowingly but i know i'm doing that just start taking stock Just start thinking about where do you want to be by this time next year in like the best case scenario, right? Because COVID and the pandemic, we don't know. But like best case scenario, where do I want to be in a year from now? And then slowly start to make a list of things that it would take to get there. And then slowly make a list in your head or on paper of what you're doing now. And then those won't match up. And I don't want you to be shameful about this like I don't want it to bring on shame but I really want you to just like look at that and say okay this is probably why I'm feeling a certain way and then you can start working towards doing those things so that is your homework thanks for tuning in do you say that on the podcast I don't know thanks for listening thanks for downloading and I will be back next week with some more tips and tricks to help you change your mindset towards fitness because I know you can do it.